0: Welcome everyone to Two Brain Radio. It is our mission at Two Brain to provide 1 million entrepreneurs the freedom to live the life that they choose. Join us every week as we discover the very best practices to achieve perfect day and move you closer to wealth. This episode is brought to you by Liquid State Design. The real focus of this episode is talking about the value of your time. Is it worth it to outsource your programming? And when I started TwoBrainBusiness.com, TwoBrainCoaching.com, I built these sites myself from scratch because I wasn't satisfied with what else was out there. It's important to know how to build a website yourself. It's important to know how to change your own oil. It's important to know how to rotate your own tires. But the value of your time is what's most important. I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not a website designer. And so I trust Liquid State Design to take care of all this stuff for me. Check them out. Talk to Teresa. They do some pretty amazing work, and a lot of two-brain gyms are already using them to huge advantage in their local market. All right. I'm here with Jason Rule, owner of Driven Nutrition. Jason, how are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Greg. I appreciate it.
0: Happy to. I know personally within my gym, I love uh, the products that Driven Nutrition has been able to offer us. I would say as a business owner, I love the profit margins as well. Uh, before we get into all that, let's kind of start with your story. Let's start with kind of what led you up to open Driven Nutrition and uh, kind of expand and, and we'll go from there.
1: All right, right on. We'll we'll, uh, we'll dive into it. So about 20 years ago, I bought my first supplement store. And then shortly after that, about a year after that, I bought another one and got pretty entrenched inside of the supplement industry, working with the franchisees. And what I found in the industry was um, a lot of times a company will come out of nowhere, build itself up and then start charging a lot higher premium for their product, or they'll start selling out the, the people, the businesses that actually built them. So after about Three years of, of doing that, I decided to open my own shingle and I figured, okay, at least I can control. If I, if I start my own brand, I can control not only the quality of products, but retail distribution as well as the wholesale price of it. So not having to worry about uh, manufacturers undercutting me or anything like that. And that rolled around. That was about 14 years ago when I started Titan. And then once CrossFit came about, some supplements uh, took a big jump again because people started focusing on health and wellness and all that. But as CrossFit gym started reaching out to us saying, hey, we'd like to carry your product lines. I kept hearing over and over again, we don't care if we make a profit. We just want a really good product offer our, our members. That struck a chord with me because that's really how, well, that's not exactly how I ran my company, but I'm, I'm a big believer in there's no amount of money that's worth giving up your reputation for. So when someone came into my stores, I trained all of my guys, like, hey, these are the products that we recommend for these situations. We're not here just to make a buck or to sell a product, but instead to help these guys achieve their goals. So the compassion and the and the relationship that CrossFit Gyms had with their members really compelled to me. But it scared me really bad because they're, you know, saying, I don't care if I make a profit. So, you know, keep in mind this was seven years ago. I was flat out telling people like, Look, dude, you just bought a hobby. If you're doing something for the sake of just, hey, I want to do this because my members are telling me I should do it, then you should generate revenue from it. If not, you shouldn't do it. Focus on a part of a business that can be profitable, that can drive the metrics forward. So we worked with we worked with a handful of gyms and we just basically said, look, if we created a brand that was exclusive for affiliates, what would you need? And of course they started with protein, you know, it needs to taste great. It needs to be amazed, needs to mix easily and it just needs to be a really straightforward product. Uh, so we started with that and then amino acids, uh, creatine, glutamine, fish oil, a nighttime sleep aid and recovery product, post-workout, pre-workout, but the list goes on and on. And now we're up to 60 or 70 different products. And as we started developing the products, it stayed in the back of my mind. It's not just the products that these affiliates need, but it's the support and the training. And I caution to say this: permission to make a profit. And you know, at at the time there were there were some brands in the space, but they were they were very expensive. And there's only cho- so long you can overcharge for a commodity. And that's what that's what supplements are—they're commodities, you know, albeit high grades, depending on what company you work with, but they are they are commodities, so eventually, if you're charging a lot of money for a product that a member can walk into a local retailer for and buy for thirty or forty dollars, eventually you know the kool-aid wears off a little bit and then like oh it's a, protein's protein, right well, that's a tough business model if the prices are really high it's just not something that can be sustained so the besides the teaching and the, the approaches that we take to retail of teaching gyms how to create a successful business unit inside of that, we wrap it around a model that allows the affiliates to sell the products at a reasonable price point. In fact, a lot of our affiliates will sell it a little bit below our retail price. So you'll find our products on our, on our website as well as on our Amazon store, and it's at full blown retail. And I encourage the affiliates to sell it just a little bit below our retail price point. Then that way you can say, as an added value of being a member of our gym, we're proud to be able to save you some money on these products.
0: Yeah, which is uh, usually a different approach that a majority of supplement companies will talk about with the people that are going to be supplying the supplements to the members. They definitely don't, don't do not do don't do that same justice that you guys do of of really making sure that they're getting the benefit of being able to carry the products within their facilities. Right, right. So you guys take a different approach to onboarding anyone that, that, that decides to start with Driven. What does that onboarding process look like?
1: Well, it, uh, anybody who's interested, they can go to our website and fill out the form to become an affiliate. And then the next step is we've got a gate there intentionally. The next step is for them to schedule a call with me. And then we jam for 15, 30 minutes to see if we're a good fit. And we go over the process of how do I talk to my members about supplements? How do I come off as though I'm not being salesy? And, you know, and then how do I talk to my members as well as my coaches about it? And how do I make it part of my community and what we do here? So it's kind of laying out that overall framework. And then we have emails that kind of are follow the bouncing ball, everything from a script that an affiliate can use to post up when they first announce about it to a coach's newsletter that has 60 to 70 different emails in it. And in that we just drip emails to the coaches every seven, seven to 10 days. And that's a mistake that I made early on. A couple of years back, I realized some of my onboarding calls were taking two and a half hours and, um, not only was I getting hungry during these things, but, but I, you know, the trickle down the lane, there's only so much information you can absorb in a, in a certain amount of time. And what I found was, Hey, I could create, I can create an article. So I started documenting our processes like any good business will, I mean, you guys do a great job of teaching that. And I was just winging it, you know, here's what I know about retail. And I was just puking all over everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I started documenting, like, here's here's a ball, just follow it. And we we integrated that into uh, Infusionsoft that we use for follow-up. And it just kind of followed the bouncing ball. And um, hopefully, uh, we've done a good job. I always say hopefully because I, I believe that we're just one version away from being better. And that includes whatever version we just made that's better. Uh, so we're constantly improving those processes that... Here's how you introduce products to members. Here's how you introduce it to coaches. And here's how you create a successful business unit inside of your gym instead of just buying products to help pay for the products you take yourself. It should be a profitable venture.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And with that, I mean, you guys do even more unique things with with the onboarding, but also with uh, like pre-sales. I know uh, Brian Alexander did this and and what kind of interested me into Driven was the fact that you guys do more of like a pre-order. So if somebody's buying shirts or other kind of apparel companies kind of do this, hey, put out a list, let everyone kind of pick what they need and then uh, kind of forward that to you guys with payment to get, get the order placed. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Brian Brian crushed it and he actually helped us develop the SOPs for it. I was sitting there at my desk and I heard the printer just go and go and go and, and he had like an $8,000 order and I just picked up the phone. And I said, what did you just do? He said, oh, I've been building up for that for a couple months and I was like, okay, we need to hop on a call and that's one of the things that, that I do is if, uh, if an affiliate's crushing something, I'll hop on a call, I'll record it, and then I'll turn it into a podcast and then I'll spread that out to the rest of our affiliates. Then that way we can all kind of get up to speed and also accelerate, you know, the hive mind mindset. So we, we took what Brian was doing And then we implemented that into not only an email series, but also a mini chat using Facebook Messenger. You know, you mentioned doing things different. I call it weird, you know, things that stand out that kind of make people go, what was that? What did I just look at? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, So I get real heavy into Facebook Messenger. And um, so we have a link that an affiliate can click on. And then it's just basically a follow the bouncing ball nine day process of here's what you post, here's what you say, here's links to the assets that you need. And then nine days later, you you have this big list of members that need products and you go place the order. And then two days later, you get the order and disperse it out and you have profit in the bank.
0: And And that's... That's amazing to be able to do because I've I've firsthand been able to do that and allow for us to have excellent margins on our products. In the industry, there's definitely different models throughout supplementation of how, how people should should be selling it and all that kind of stuff. Can you talk uh, a little bit about the difference between what Driven has done compared to maybe the conventional uh, business model of supplements?
1: Uh, sure. I mean, that's part of the reason that we we created a new brand completely out of by Driven Nutrition instead of taking the original brand that we had and saying, Hey, here's, here's a traditional supplement company. You know, it's normally dealing with bodybuilders, fitness competitors, weight loss, that type of thing. And a lot of those companies were advertising at CrossFitters as well as at owners. You know, some went directly to the gyms. They have sales forces for wholesale and everything else. And then they uh, will call you and Hey, Greg, are you looking at selling some supplements? Sure. Send me some samples. And then they hound you and pound you until you either buy or die And we don't we don't do that. We we've grown strictly by word of mouth. And part of that was through being broke and, you know, simply through desperation of, hey, we can't the margins that we have that aren't anywhere near what the affiliate can have. So we had to get more creative with how how we grew our brand. So, you know, working with affiliates, one of the first things I tell them and I encourage I encourage affiliates to do the same thing is I expect to do such a good job for you that when somebody says, Hey, what do you do for supplements or what do you sell in your gym? It's a flat out, you know, if you're not working with Jason Adriven, driven, you are missing the boat. And I know that by saying that, that I'm, that I'm establishing the level of quality that you as an affiliate expect. So if, If we ever drop the ball, if we screw up, if we mess up an order or we can improve our process, you know, all of, all of the affiliates we work with have my cell phone and I expect a text like, Hey, Jason, you're dropping the ball or you could do a better job here. And if it's something that is possible or within, with our, in our abilities to learn, then we, we build it and then we implement it and then we test it. So I think that, you know, working directly in with affiliate owners and letting them know like, um, You're you're the ones growing our brand. You're the ones that are that are talking to your members. That you're the ones that are trusting that when you sell them one of our products, that they are getting a good product. So we've we've stayed very loyal to that, and we rely on the affiliates to help us spread the word. So I don't think there's anything like what we do.
0: No, I I 100% agree, and I can. Attest to anyone out there listening to this podcast that uh, I do have your cell phone number in my phone. And if anything like that does come up, definitely being able to reach out to you, which is unique because it's not like you can reach out to a lot of other supplement companies, their CEOs, or even have their cell phone number to say, hey, I need help with this. Or, hey, I think the the system could be streamlined this way or that way and giving you feedback directly. So that's definitely a unique thing that you're able to do and continue doing at a high level with with all the other things that you currently do within the business and still be able to keep that personal touch with
1: affiliate owners and gym owners? Well, for, for me, it's it's very, honestly, it's self-serving because we serve the affiliates. And if I if I build a wall between you guys and I don't have that line of communication, then I'm just going and I'm going to start minting stuff as far as what is my opinion is that everybody should be doing instead of listening to what are the best ones out there doing. We can just move a lot faster altogether. Then we can just individually. So, for uh, it's part of it's lazy by me is I don't want to have to think of all this cool stuff that everybody's doing out there. I just want to be able to take and be like, "Hey, man, good job! How do we how do we duplicate this out with, you know, a thousand other affiliates?"
0: Yeah, definitely. Now you guys have the typical supplements. You have the the protein. You have the BCAAs, but you have some unique supplements too. Can you expand a little bit on some of the stuff that is kind of outside of the normal protein and and BCAAs that that most gyms sell?
1: Yeah, you know our top sellers are two pound protein. Then we've got post wad. We've got pre wad, which is a, a lot of a lot of cr- crossfit gyms. Not a lot. I'd say some of them are like, no, I don't want to sell pre-workout. Great. So another product we have is called Disrupt. So it's our branch chain amino acids. Uh, it's BCAAs plus one gram of an energy formula. So, you know, it, it has about 120 milligrams of caffeine. So not enough to really give you much energy at all, but it's just kind of a smooth, smooth product that you can take to help increase pain tolerance. So there's no pump product. You know, if you're doing a Metcon or something like that, you don't want your heart rate up. If you're doing a long rowing, you don't want to get a pump in your legs. So disrupt is a cool product that really doesn't fit the the space of normal supplements, but it falls into the CrossFit space. Well, along with post and then you know, we got into, geez, man, Greg, we've got, I think we've got 60, close to 60, some odd SKUs just with, and that's just products. And then you get into apparel, you know, shirts, uh, men's shorts, uh, ladies shorts, you know, and all of those are branded. And we set those up at a pass through cost. So an affiliate can sell our apparel and generate a really solid revenue stream and then you know, when somebody is thinking that they need to take a protein or something like that, and they see a coach or an owner or other members walking around driven nutrition t-shirts, what are they going to buy? They're going to buy what everybody else does. So that's one way that we kind of help drive interest into the brand and keep that, keep that internal marketing going without a lot of effort from the affiliate owner. So apparel's great. And then oh, a little over a year ago, I created a, a good relationship with Charlotte's Web, who's the... Industry leader in CBD. In fact, they're the ones that created the the rush for CBD. You know, Sanjay Gupta in 2014 did an expose on them called Weed, and it, he documented the the medical refugee crisis that was happening in Colorado of people hearing about CBD and what it was doing for these the two first patients, Charlotte Figgy and uh, Sakai Jackson. So. This, these Stanley Brothers, there's seven of them. They started as Stanley Brothers is the name of it, and eventually the the name got out so much about of what it was doing for Charlotte Figgy that they ended up naming their entire company Charlotte's Web off of the strain of hemp that they were growing. So as I started looking into it for personal reasons, there was a lot of misinformation. It reminded me of it reminded me a lot of when a new supplement comes out and there's all this amazing, sexy marketing on it. And that just makes me raise uh, an antenna, a bullshit antenna of like, that doesn't make any sense there. So I started digging into it and digging into it and digging into it. And every, every form that I found, everybody that actually was needing CBD for what, what they considered medical reasons, whether it's dealing with epilepsy or depression, PTSD, that type of thing, every, every legitimate source that I found was pointing to Charlotte's web and The more I dug into the company, the more I realized like all of these other companies are private labeling. They're buying bulk oil from Israel, from China, where China, you can, you can spend a hundred bucks and get a organic certification. There's no validity to it whatsoever. So the market, you know, the big CBD market that is, is what it is now was scaring me a year and a half ago because there's, you know, there's no one at the wheel of this industry except for Charlotte's web because they grow. So every Every bottle that is produced comes from the exact same strand of hemp. So if you can imagine the phytochemical properties of a plant, it's going to vary from one batch to another. Hemp is such a, a such an un, untapped market that we still have unique strains. And that's what these guys did was they, they they bred this strain up until its CBD content was higher than anything else I've ever found where a lot of times, you know, four years ago, everybody was growing uh, hemp plants to increase the THC to get people more high. They had read these studies in the 60s about what CBD can do. And these studies are coming from Israel and, you know, what the endocannabinoid system is and, you know, uh, all of that. We can, we can spend hours talking about CBD. But these guys believed in the benefits of it. So they started breeding this strain that they own the genetics for now. And not only do they hand plant every plant at at, in colorado on their own farm but they hand cultivate it so there's no synthetic pesticides no synthetic you know fungicides or anything like that and in the end product every batch every product is exactly the same it has the same phytochemical properties and you know the the scary thing about cbd the scary thing about hemp oil is hemp is a reclamation plant Uh, what that means is, is they'll plant it around like mining operations uh, to pull the pull the contaminants out of the soil to get the to get the to get the levels out to where they're not going to get sued by the EPA. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like uh, in Japan after Hiroshima was bombed, they planted hemp all over the place to pull the radiation out of the soil. Now it's wow. going it's coming out of the soil, but it's going into the plant. So if you take if you take these huge roomfuls of hemp, grind it up that have been grown in less than stellar conditions or polluted conditions, all of those contaminants are going to be inside those plants and now they're getting to get this entire room full of hemp is going to get processed and put inside these two gallons of oil. So now you've oh, got wow. an incredibly concentrated level of contaminants. Yeah. And so instead of doing what a lot of well a lot of companies do is, you know, buying raw products, putting your label on it, I I felt I was really doing a disservice to the industry, but more than that, our clients, because I can't make a better product than Charlotte's Webb.
0: Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. So you basically turned around and said, "Okay, if gym owners are are selling supplements, and this is something that can benefit them, which we can go into the benefits of of their members and them mm-hmm. of what CBD oil can do, but because you couldn't develop a better product, you wanted to get the best of the best, which was uh, what Charlotte's Web was, right, right, or
1: is." Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the CBD concentration is a factor of seven times stronger than most of the other brands out there. And it's the same price point. The cost per CBD uh, milligram is a fraction of most brands. So an affiliate I've had affiliates, um, bring it in you know, one of the, you know, we talk about how do we, how do we promote it? How do we do all that? And a lot of times affiliates will, will spend a lot of time researching and everything else like that. I'm really just teaching affiliates. Hey, if you can get out of your, get out of the member's way, like just make it available, ask them a question. So one of the ways that we taught affiliates early on to, to see if it was a good fit was I took a picture of the bottle and then I just put this question mark on it. And so I sent affiliates the script and said, uh just post this, post the picture and say, do you take CBD oil and why? And then listen, listen to your members. Uh, we had, we had one gym get 37 comments on it. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, like you do Murph, you'll get that many comments or program yeah. a three mile run for time. You know, you'll get a bunch of comments, but people, you know, now this has been a year and a half since we've been into it, but when we first started, it was pretty divided. You know, people were passionate about it one way or the other. And, um, you know that that is starting to die down the acceptance of it and everything else people are starting to realize this product doesn't get you high you know there's not enough THC in it to do anything psychoactively but there are benefits that People are getting
0: yeah. I like to always say to uh, people that are worried about that with with THC being in CBD oil, I say it's uh it's about the equivalent of the alcohol in kombucha. <laughs> kombucha is, I mean, it's fermented tea. It's gonna technically, but nobody's drinking that and uh, drinking and driving. So right. um, it, it's like that. It's yes, technically it could have a trace in there, but it's such a such a minor level um, that it will you you could drink the whole thing, and I'm pretty sure it still wouldn't cause that much of an effect. <laughs> but i mean and and c b c b d you can get into uh to the benefits if if they do have members that are taking this um or don't know about it what what exactly are the benefits that people they would be telling their their members of what this could do
1: you know there we have to be careful with um you can tell stories you can say why people take it, but you can't say that it's fixing it because then you get into then you're telling people that it is a medication, and that's that's really. That's another reason that we work with. We decided to work with Charlotte's Web is I want to make sure that we're standing on the the right side of of this particular industry because right now the pharmaceutical company they were able to produce one CBD product, Epidialax, I believe is the name of it. So if if we as as an industry of people who are offering as well as gyms that are offering. CBD and hemp oil, and then they start saying, "Well, this can cure this, or this can cure that." They really get themselves in a tough spot of where they're prescribing an unapproved medication. Um, Uh So I I would be doing everybody a disservice to answer that question. What I will do is there's there's a nonprofit, and we talked about this before we got on the call, Greg. Is it's called the Realm of Caring, the T H E R O C dot U S. It is the best source that is available on the planet that I found of what are the studies and what are the studies pointing to for different conditions? What impact is CBD and hemp oil having on these? And out of, out of the studies that have been done, and it's, it's, there's a huge library, like you can go to the resource and there's, there's hundreds of conditions that studies have been done and they're linked up on there. So I would recommend any affiliate use that as a resource, not only for, to learn about but also, if a member has a question, plug them into it. Since since we work with Charlotte's Webb, who was one of the original founders of, who was the founder of uh, the, the realm of caring. Now it's a nonprofit. It works with other hemp oil companies and it recommends other hemp oil companies. But since we're connected to that, our gym can use the realm of caring. Our gyms can use the realm of caring as a resource to pick up the phone to hand the phone to a member and say, "Hey, you're dealing with this condition. Please reach out to them and have these conversations." And the beautiful thing is, is the realm of caring is run by people who have dealt with, you know, sick kids. They've been sick themselves. They've used these products. And so no matter what condition someone is dealing with, they have people who have dealt with that themselves and they're able to plug you in to that resource so you can use it. So I, i I believe that I'm better serving everyone that's listening to this by sending them in that direction. Than doing what all these other companies are doing of, hey, this is what CBD oil does, or it cures this, or it cures that. There's, that's not doing the industry any justice.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. And uh, we definitely appreciate that. We'll make sure we link that in the show notes so that everyone, if they're doing the research for that. And that's just one of the products that you guys have to offer that's a little right. bit more unique because uh, a lot of supplement companies aren't going in any other route uh, besides the protein, the pre-workout, um, possibly even the creatine. But even further into that, you guys, I mean, let's, uh, let's talk about a unique product. I remember uh, at the summit last year, you brought it up. You were, you were, you were eating a bag of them. And we were a little confused on what they were, but I think it's called the meat snacks. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, so, meat snacks is made from chicken isolate. So this this company, not too far from us. In fact, if you buy Campbell's soup or any any type of uh, chicken bouillon, anything, it comes from this company. And what they what they were trying to do is figure out how. So as they're refining chicken, processing chicken, they had some byproduct, which was chicken protein. So they've started refining the process of chicken protein isolate and then having this this powder, which it doesn't sound very appetizing. And by itself, it's not, um, you know, just basically it's it's cooked chicken with very little seasoning or anything like that. But it has unbelievable health benefits. Chicken is one of the highest things in branched chain amino acids products out there by a factor of almost two. So chicken protein has some great benefits for athletes. So as they started developing products, I started buying these meat snacks. So I, last year I set a goal. I wanted to travel and go to five different events or masterminds or anything like that. And as I travel, I don't like eating crappy meals, uh, McDonald's, anything like that. So I try to control Okay, I need a snack here. I need a snack there. So I was traveling with these things and and eating them. I was eating three or four days sometimes when I would travel, and I was like, "These are delicious." So created a relationship with the company and said, "Hey, we'd like to offer these to our affiliates," and um, and we do. So when we the thing is when we re- create those relationships with the affiliates or with these companies, we've been very careful to vet them, uh, not only from the standpoint of their raws and their products, but their business what's their business goals? Do they align with ours? And is this something that, that their members are going to be able to buy at the cost that, that they're getting it at in a few months? If so, I, I tell people flat out, look, if that's the path you're going down, let's, let's just part friends because we're not going to get along and it's, it's not going to go well. If you start selling us out and our and our retail partners,
0: which is very unique because I mean, supplements, you're looking at margins and you're looking at what you guys are able to make and looking numbers really is what it comes down to. And that's definitely a different take that you guys go about within the industry of it's not chasing the money. It's more of chasing what's going to benefit the end user the most right. along with the, the gym owner, or the, the CrossFit affiliate owner.
1: It's a, it's a lot longer game. You know, there's not, there's not a flash in the pan. We're not looking for instant revenue. Um, Instant profits, you know, we're we're in this for the long haul. And it's, you know, the CrossFit owners that were telling us six or seven years ago, you know, I don't care if I make a profit. I just want a good product to offer my members. Um, we just kind of flip that on its head a little bit. But I know how, how, how trusting, you know, a lot of these guys are past military, firefighters, law enforcement. My dad's a retired highway patrolman. My brother's a trooper. I got a nephew that's a trooper, another one that's going into it in Kansas. And, you know, I just grew up with that mindset of, you know, uh, tell people what you're going to do and then do it. And then CrossFit goes a step farther of that virality of, Hey, this is, this is really unique. This can help your business. And then, you know, there's been a lot of consultants that have come out and they're saving a lot of these gyms by teaching them how to make profit. And, um, and thankfully, and I'm I'm grateful that they're helping us spread the word as far as hey, this is what Driven does. Pay attention to them, and you don't have to sell supplements. But if you do, I I feel that Driven is probably the best model out there. I hope.
0: Uh, and coming from an experience, I mean, we're almost five years in now uh, with me owning the gym, and I can definitely tell you that uh, it's it's. The way the process you guys have made, um, which is what I want to get into next of somebody being able to onboard with you to the point of selling the supplements and how easy you guys make it almost like a plug and play, um, to do along with. I mean, looking at it from a business standpoint, the margins that you make on the products are... I, I've yet to see something better. And and we can break down um, the difference between, I mean, whey protein and the different types of it and casein protein and all these other things of what's going to be the most beneficial. But you guys do a great job of not only instituting a learning process of what you guys have and how to show what to offer so that people don't have to go out and do the research themselves if, if they haven't yet. But you guys sell top-notch notch, uh, So it's not like you guys are going to the, the guy, like you said before, with the oils of, of going to like China and getting a bulk order of, of, a protein, you guys are actually making it and manufacturing it to the highest possible quality all the time.
1: Right. Right. I appreciate you saying, saying all of that. Yeah. You know, the, I, I mentioned it earlier. A lot of affiliate owners will try to learn everything that casein does or everything that fish oil does, or what do amino acids do? And the truth is a lot of your guys' members are already taking and buying supplements. They're just not buying them from you, either because you don't offer them. The products you offer are that some of them don't taste good, right? So it has to taste good. It has to taste like a reward. Or it's priced outside of what the other markets do with that specific product. Um, so we we kind of focus on instead of, hey, instead of learning everything that a branch chain amino acid can do, just make it available to your members. Find a product. And, if, and this is this is true of any retail. Find a product that you believe in. And if it's something that you can generate a good enough profit on to make it worth your while, make it available to them and then talk about it. Let your members know this is what you take. You don't have to know everything about amino acids. You just have to say, hey, this is what I take. This is why I take it. This is what I perceive when I take it. And then let them taste it. If you, if you do those things and you have it on your shelves, they'll buy it.
0: Without a doubt. And I think uh, something that I've always done and I've stuck to, and my head coach still makes sure um, that my GM follows this as well, is the fact that we're never going to sell a supplement or a product that we don't personally take or willing to take something, whether it's a pre-workout or it's a amino acid or it's protein, everything that we have on our shelves is stuff that we take and our coaches take and we believe in. And I think that's something that you guys also have aligned. And I remember you saying it plenty of times of, Hey, I'm not going to sell a supplement that I'm not willing to take or that I haven't taken that I enjoy taking too, because I mean, supplements are supplementation. So it's, and that's, that's awesome to be able to have and, and that care in there. So let's say somebody right now is listening to this and they're like, you know what? I need to talk to Jason. I need to figure out how I can institute this. The onboarding process, you said that they sign up um, online on the website, which we'll put in the show notes. There's a link for that. But what is, what does that onboarding process look like for somebody um, coming on
1: with Driven Nutrition? Well, first thing I do is ask them, are you carrying supplements now? What have you carried in the past? What worked? then that way I can get a feel for kind of where they are as far as business, you know, do we need to break down some, some preconceived notions about making a profit, (laughs) first of all, and, uh, and then the other thing is just plugging them into the the emails of here's, here's the system that you follow. And, you know, once we throw the switch, all ordering goes through our website, which is very convenient. Uh, There are no spreadsheets. So when you need to order something, you just hop on the website and you order at will. Uh, there's no volume discounts. I don't believe in that at all. I think that I want to work with a gym that has 10 members. Then that way, when they have 300, they will never change because they knew from day one that that, that we were there with them. And I had, I had businesses when I had stores that, that were that way. Um, it always it always aggravated me when people, as I got bigger and uh, more successful, companies would come out of the woodworks, you know, be like, "Hey, you're moving some volume. Let's increase this, and then you can, you know, we can increase your margin. I'm like, you know, th- those products don't cost you any less sitting in your warehouse. Why why are you charging me less? I needed prop I needed profit when I was broke, man. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it. We don't have minimums. Pricing goes, you know, pricing is is flat and simple, and um, you just get on the website and order whenever you need to
0: that process is super easy too. You guys definitely take the legwork out of out of trying to figure out how to do everything. I mean, you guys have that affiliate separate login too, uh which which makes it super easy for people to jump on and and order what they need to.
1: Right. And then um, you know, that we go through kind of the, how do we introduce this to the members, you know, talking about the first introduction, you know, do you order samples or do you order a handful of products? Uh, I'm a firm believer that samples do nothing but delay a purchasing decision. You know, if I hand you a sample and say, here you go, bro, let me know what you think, you know, and then in a couple of days I see a, Hey Greg, what did you think of the products? And like, uh, you know, things are going to get awkward because you haven't tried it or your dog ate it or fell between the cracks of your seat, you know, instead on day one, like, here, Greg, we're just getting in this protein. Let me grab a scoop. Go grab four or five ounces of water, throw it in, shake it up. Let me know what you think. And yeah. you're going to buy that product that day if you like it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Brian, uh, or not Brian, excuse me, Jeff game had uh, the the chocolate peanut butter. And, uh, I was like, all right, let me try it. Like I've had chocolate peanut butter proteins and he was like, man, I love this stuff. Like I can't, I can't keep it on the shelf because I'm buying it personally. And I tried it and I was like, yep, that's, uh, that's exactly what I'm doing now.
1: Um, <laughs> that's awesome.
0: So, so if somebody wants to reach out to you guys, um, what's the best way to contact you? If they want to start up or if they have general questions for you guys, what's the best way?
1: Uh, well, I'm on Facebook. My name's Jason Rule. You can reach out to me personally. If we're not friends, um, it may hit my spam. So it may be a better idea to go to Driven Nutrition and then send a message that way. We do not have a wholesale price list. I'll warn you ahead of time. Um, We do not send out samples. So the process to to learn more information, and we keep this behind the gate intentionally. So if you're members or you have a coach that's going rogue or somebody selling wanting to sell products out of their garage, we don't send that information out. So you fill out the become an affiliate form. And then once we see that we're a good fit and then I open the gates and you're able to access the wholesale information. And then uh, another way that you can do that, that I think any gym could benefit from and should is we have a Facebook group called building retail in your box. And we try to, you know, like on this call, I try to stay very agnostic as far as, you know, as far as brand, anything that we teach can be applied to any brand that you have in your gym. So even if you're not wanting to jump on board with Driven, jump in building retail in your box and take some of those steps and implement them, you know, recreate some of the assets that we have and, um, and, and use that to, to increase retail there. And here's, here's one thing I just want to add, and I know we're running short on time is. Your, your members want you to be successful. They, they want to buy products from you that, that you trust. And if as a gym, you don't talk about supplements or you don't, if, if you don't want to offer supplements, that's fine. But talk about supplements, be a conduit f- for that information, because when they do have questions about it or they get marketed to on Facebook or on Amazon or anything else. I can't imagine in five years the number of people you've had walk through your door, Greg, after they've been with you for two months and they're bringing in a pile of crap that they have no business taking because it's not right for them where they are on their fitness journey. So I, I highly encourage any gym that's listening. If you're, if you are carrying a product, Offer it on day one, make it available on day one and make it part of the conversation and not something that's just sitting on the shelf, collecting dust until a member comes along and buys it from you.
0: No, I agree. I agree. And I think uh, that's a perfect place to wrap it up. So thank you, Jason, for being able to jump on and uh, your time for sharing everything. All the products that you guys have, I mean, they can always jump on the website and there's plenty of different things that we didn't even get into on here, but I definitely appreciate everything you guys do. And uh, thank you so much for your time.
1: Oh, it was a pleasure, Greg. Thanks for having me.
0: As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We greatly appreciate you and everyone that has subscribed to us. If you haven't done that, please make sure you do. Drop a like to the episode share with a friend. And if you haven't already, please write us a review and rate us on what you think. If you hated it, let us know. If you loved it, even better. See you guys later.